Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. Yes, indeed, we're back in business. Merry Christmas to you all, from my family to yours, and in celebration of this wonderful holiday, I figure I will treat you and myself to something new. This week, I'm going to rank my top three Christmas movies from best to worst, on a scale of 1 to 10 for you. Though, to be fair, honestly, there's not a bad movie on this list. So when I say from best to worst, I'm basically saying from best to slightly less best. So why don't we just get started? Alright, so first of the trifecta is The Polar Express. This movie follows a young boy who doesn't believe in Santa. And at this point, I know what you're thinking. Well, Ethan, if he doesn't believe in Santa... What happens then? Just hold on to your Christmas pants, my eager friend. I'm going to tell you. What happens is really the only logical thing that could happen in an early 2000s kids movie about Christmas. A magical train comes out of absolutely nowhere to his house, and before you know it, an animated Tom Hanks is carving a design into his ticket. That makes sense, right? Then as the train rolls on towards the North Pole, all kinds of stuff happens. After a skirmish with a weird wanderer guy in a toboggan, a girl on the train loses her ticket and the train almost derails because of ice. And they finally make it to the North Pole to see the man in the red suit. When it's finally time for our main character to get his chance talking to Santa, he gets a bell. And Santa tells him that the sound can only be heard by those who have the Christmas spirit. And for me, I'm thinking this is kind of anticlimactic because I'm expecting there's going to be a whole mound of presents for him because he's the main character. It would only make sense. The good guy wins. But that's just not the case, and I'm not exactly sure why. So if we're getting back on track here, he gets a bell from the big man in the red suit and he is told that those who only have the Christmas spirit can hear it. So he starts to shake it, and naturally, he doesn't believe in Santa Claus, so he doesn't have the Christmas spirit. He doesn't hear it until he starts to believe, and then after a few more shakes, he starts to hear the bells chime. And so I I would guess that this movie's main theme is that Christmas is inside everyone, no matter if you think so or not. I think that's the message they were trying to get across, based on the content, the plot, and just everything all around, based on my experiences watching it when I was in elementary school. Seriously, we watched this thing almost every year. So, based on the nostalgia alone, I would probably give it a solid 6.5 out of 10. Next up is Elf, the Will Ferrell classic that you'd honestly be hard-pressed not to find me watching anytime it's on TV. Seriously, that movie is awesome. I would recommend it a hundred times. Like, if you haven't seen it, seriously, watch it. It's really funny. Buddy the Elf escaped from his crib when he was a baby, and now he's living at the North Pole. He's been raised by Papa Elf his entire life, blissfully unaware that he is, in fact not an elf, so that might be a bit of a problem. That's not to say that no one else found it weird that a six-foot man lived amongst the ranks of several pointy-eared, squeaky-voiced toy makers. But when he's informed by Santa that his real dad lives in New York, Buddy takes it upon himself to go find him. 
noble journey indeed. Everything's all fine and dandy up until this point, right? But when Buddy goes to find him, he realizes that the journey may not be all it's cracked up to because his old man is on the naughty list this year, and that's kind of a big deal because, you know, Buddy's his son, and finding out that your dad is on Santa's naughty list when you're an actual elf isn't the best thing to put you in good spirits, even though Buddy's not technically an actual elf. He's He just thinks he's one. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Let's keep going. And to add to this whole rigmarole, he didn't even know Buddy existed until he was buzzed in at the door to the publishing firm he works at. And we're just getting started at this point. During the course of the movie, Buddy does everything from finding a girlfriend to being attacked by a person who was a bit vertically challenged that he mistook for one of the elves he works with at the North Pole. Overall, this movie is really funny, and I would highly recommend it, so much so that I'm giving it an easy 8 out of 10. And last, but certainly not least, one of the only Christmas movies that never seems repetitive, and that's probably because they only run it once a year. A Christmas Story chronicles the Christmas season of 9-year-old Ralphie Parker. He has it in his head that this year he wants a Red Rider Carbon Action 200-shot range model air rifle and at this point, you're hearing me say that, and I know you're thinking, What are you, crazy? He'll shoot his eye out. And coincidentally, you're not alone. He keeps being reminded you'll shoot your eye out by everyone from his mom to his teacher and even a department store Santa. But that doesn't waver, Ralphie. He's absolutely determined to get that rifle so he can save his family from Black Bart and all other sorts of dangers running rampant through the dream streets of his mind. So, back in reality, Ralphie has a theme due, and he figures that this is his chance. He writes feverishly the details of what he wants for Christmas to his teacher, and what he dreams would be an A-plus ends up becoming a C with the words, unsurprisingly, you'll shoot your eye out, scribbled across the plastic-bound pages. So, at this point, Ralphie's heartbroken, and he goes home to work on the only thing he knows will cheer him up, his little orphan Annie decoded message, which he later finds out is just a commercial for their sponsor. Later, the family's Christmas turkey is stolen by a pair of the neighbor's dogs to his father's chagrin, and honestly, to say his dad hated those dogs with a passion would be an absolute understatement. So, to remedy their turkeyless Christmas, they go to a Chinese restaurant, and that leads to their first Christmas eating duck, and also their first time hearing a particularly unique version of Deck the Halls, sung by some live entertainment. Also, in the end, Ralphie gets what he wanted and sleeps happily with the Red Rider by his side dreaming of Christmases to come. If you want my two cents on it, this movie is absolutely spectacular and that's why it tops my list, coming in at an effortless 10 out of 10, thusly taking the crown as my favorite Christmas movie. Thank you all for spending another Christmas with me. Here's to more to come, but as for now, God bless us and save us. Peace to you and yours, and I will see you soon.